Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 6 of Maisley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Maisley by Johanna Spirey. Chapter 6 New Friends. Early next morning, brother and sister started towards the valley. Before going, Mrs. Maxa had given her orders and had arranged for Maisley to spend the day with Apollonie in order to prevent her from getting into mischief. As it was a sunshiny morning and the paths were dry, walking was delightful. The distance they had to traverse occupied about two hours, but it did not seem long. As soon as brother and sister arrived in Sills, they went to see the two Mrs. Remke. Both ladies were kneeling before a large trunk surrounded by heaps of clothes, shoes, books, and boxes, and a hundred trifles besides. When the visitors arrived, they immediately stood before the open door of the room used for packing. Mrs. Max's first impulse was to withdraw with an excuse, but the ladies had jumped up already and most cordially greeted their kind friend, Mr. Falcon, whom they called their helper and savior in all difficulties. They received his sister joyfully, too, for they had been most eager to know her. Both ladies regretted that their meeting had to take place in a moment when their house appeared in its most unfavorable light. Mrs. Maxa assured them, however, that she understood the preparations for their impending trip, and said that she would not disturb them longer than was necessary. She intended, therefore, to voice her request immediately. Mr. Falcon, steering straight for some chairs he had discovered, brought them for the ladies, despite all the assorted objects on the floor. Mrs. Maxa spoke of her intention of taking the child to her house, and her sincere hope that there would be no objection and the ladies could feel their visitors' great eagerness manifested in her words. They, on their part, did not hide the great relief which this prospect gave them, and were extremely glad to leave their young charge in such good hands. "'It has been very hard for us to decide to leave Leonore behind,' one of them said. "'Unfortunately, we must go, and she is not able to travel. But as long as our plans seem to coincide so well, I shall ask you if it would be inconvenient to you if we put off the date of our return a week longer. You must realize that we are taking the journey for the sake of our sick mother, and that everything is uncertain in such a case. One can never tell what change may come, and we might wish to stay a little longer. Mrs. Maxa hastened to assure them that nothing could suit her better than to keep Leonore in her house for several weeks, and she promised to send frequent news about the little girl's state of health. She begged them not to be anxious about her, and not to hurry back for Leonore's sake. As she was longing to see the child instead of remaining in their way, she begged to be allowed to greet Leonore. She was sure that her brother, who had already risen, also wanted to take his leave. As soon as he had seen how completely the ladies entered into his sister's plans, 
he wished to arrange the details and so said that he was now going to the doctor in order to get his permission for the little trip after obtaining this as he sincerely hoped to do he would prepare the carriage and send it directly to the house as it was important for the patient to make the journey during the best portion of the day thereupon he hastened off one of the ladies took mrs maxa to the sick room which was situated in the uppermost story you won't find leonore alone she said her brother is with her he is taking a trip through switzerland with his teacher and some friends and came here ahead of them in order to see his sister his travelling companions will join him here to-morrow and then they are all going back to germany i fear that the poor boy will lose his day with his sister if i take her with me mrs maxa said regretfully well that can't be altered the lady quickly replied we are all only too happy that you are willing to take leonore into your house who knows how her stay in the hospital might have turned out poor leonore was so frightened by the thought but we knew no other way it does not matter about her brother's visit because they can see each other again in hanover for he is at a boarding school there the lady now opened a door and led mrs maxa into a room leonore look here is mrs bergmann a great friend of your mother's miss remka said and i am sure you will be glad of the news she is bringing you i shall accept your kind permission to get back to my work now mrs bergmann everything is ready for leonore because she was to leave for the hospital very shortly with these words she went out the sick child sat completely dressed on a bed in the corner of the room half reclining on the pillows mrs maxa had to agree with her brother who had said that she had her mother's large speaking eyes the same soft brown curls and the same serious expression on her delicately shaped little face mrs maxa would have easily recognized the child even without knowing her name leonora only looked more serious still in fact her glance was extremely sad and at that moment tears were hanging on her lashes for she had been crying the boy sitting by her got up and made a bow to the new arrival he had his father's gay blue eyes and his clear open brow after giving him her hand mrs maxa stepped up to the bed to greet leonore and was so deeply moved that she could barely speak my dear child she said seizing both slender hands you resemble your mother so much that i have to greet you as my own beloved child i loved her very much and we meant a great deal to each other you remind me of both your father and mother salo what happiness my friendship with your parents has brought me i want you both to be my children now for your parents were the best friends i ever had in the world this speech apparently met a response in the two children's hearts as answer leonore took mrs max's hand and held it tightly between her own and salo came close to her to show what confidence he felt then he said joyfully oh i am so glad that you have come you must help me comfort leonore she is terribly afraid of the hospital and all the strange people there she even imagines that she will die there alone and forsaken and was crying because she thinks that we won't see each other again i have to go so far away and i can't help it to-morrow they are coming to fetch me and then i have to go back to school what shall we do as to that mrs maxa replied nothing can be done but if leonore has to spend a little while in the hospital she won't be an absolute stranger there i won't let you be lonely for i shall often go to see you dear child and it is not even quite certain that you have to go there oh yes they are going to take me there this morning maybe quite soon said leonore 
listening anxiously she again grasped mrs maxa's hand as if it were her safety anchor mrs maxa did not gainsay her because she did not yet know what the doctor might decide all she could do to calm leonore was to tell her that she was not dangerously ill she might recover very quickly if she only stayed quiet for a while in that case she could soon see her brother again for the ladies had promised to take her home as soon as she was well mrs maxa had hardly said that when leonore's eyes again began to fill with tears i don't feel at home there we really have no home anywhere she said with suppressed sobs yes it is true we have no home anywhere salo exclaimed passionately but leonore you must have faith in me fighting against his rising agitation he quickly wiped away a tear from his eyes which were usually so bright it won't be so long till i have finished my studies and then i can do what i please then i shall try to find a little house for us both which will be our home i am going to get that if i have to work for twenty years in the fields till it is paid for salo's eyes had become sunny again during this speech he looked as if he would not have minded seizing a hoe that very moment rapid steps were now heard approaching the door was quickly opened and miss remke called out on entering the carriage is at the door let us get ready for i do not want the gentleman to wait i am sure you will be so kind as to help me lift leonore out of bed and carry her downstairs leonore had grown as white as a sheet from fright may i ask if it is my brother's carriage or mrs maxa hesitated a little yes certainly the lady interrupted while she rapidly pulled some covers and shawls out of a wardrobe your brother has come himself in order to see that the carriage is well protected he also means to give the coachman the directions himself but we must not keep him waiting what a kind friend he is mrs maxa had already lifted leonore from her bed and was carrying her out please bring all the necessary things downstairs i can do this easily alone for she is as light as a feather she called back to the lady who had hastened after her in order to help going downstairs mrs maxa said with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.